Hello and welcome to the Ladies Level Up Lounge, a podcast dedicated to women looking to get more out of their career and life. I'm your host, Jenny Woodward. By day, I'm a CFO. By night, I'm working hard helping women just like you accelerate your career without the anxiety and overwhelm. If you're interested in taking control of your career, stepping up into new roles and experiencing a higher level of success, then you are in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, hello ladies. Welcome to today's podcast. In this podcast, I want to give you some tips on how you can cultivate confidence. So think about this. Low self-confidence isn't a life sentence. Self-confidence can be learned, practiced, and mastered just like any other skill. And once you master it, everything in your life will change for the better. So it comes down to one simple question. If you don't believe in yourself, how do you expect anybody else to? So today I want to share some of my top tips on how you can cultivate confidence. Now for this to have an impact, you need to at least commit to trying some of these next week. Okay, let's start with some tips. Number one, positive affirmations. I know, I know, don't roll your eyes and knock this one before you try it out. Here's why. Low self-confidence is often caused by the negative self-thoughts we have running through our minds on an endless track. So you need to get rid of the negative voices in your head. If you're constantly bashing yourself and saying you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, and on and on, you are creating this self-fulfilling prophecy. You are becoming what you are preaching inside your head, that you aren't good enough, and that's not good for anyone. So next time that you hear that negativity in your head, stop for a second and switch it immediately to a positive affirmation and keep it up until it hits the caliber of a self-confidence boost right? So positive affirmations such as I am going to be a great success are extremely popular, but they have a critical problem. They tend to make people with low self-esteem feel even worse about themselves. And why is that? Because when our self-esteem is low, when we make a declaration like I'm going to be successful, it's simply contrary to what we actually believe ourselves and it makes us feel worse. So What affirmations are good affirmations and what affirmations can you use? So when your self-esteem is a little bit down, you can tweak an affirmation to be more believable to yourself. So it could just be simply, I am going to be a great success. I am going to persevere until I succeed. These are great to help lift and give us a boost of confidence, especially with that negative chatter in our head. Okay, number two. Stay away from negativity and bring on the positivity. This is the time really to evaluate your inner circle, including your families and friends that are having a negative influence on you. It's tough, but it's time to consider seriously getting away from those people who put you down and really shred your confidence. Even just a temporary break from Debbie Downer can make a huge difference and help you make strides towards more self-confidence. Be positive, even if you're not feeling quite positive yet. Put some positive enthusiasm into your interactions with other people and hit the ground running. Get excited when you begin the next project at work. 
Another great one is to stop focusing on the problems in your life and instead begin to focus on the solutions, which will also help make positive changes. Now, an old manager of mine used to say to me whenever I entered his office, I want solutions, not problems. Now, this was really hard at first. You have to change your thinking and stop focusing on the problem, but talking about the solution first. You will be amazed at how much more confident and successful you feel when you walk into a room and talk about a solution rather than the problem. Number three, identify your competencies and develop them. So self-esteem is built by demonstrating a real ability and achievement in areas of our lives that matter to us. If you pride yourself on being a good cook, throw more dinner parties. If you're a good runner, sign up for some races and train for them. In short, if you figure out what your core competencies are and you find opportunities and careers that accentuate them, then you will become more confident in the things that you do. Number four, learn to accept compliments. Now, I must admit this has been one that I have struggled with for my whole life and one that I'm getting a lot better at with a few little tools and tactics, which I'll share. So one of the trickiest aspects of improving your self-esteem and your self-confidence is that when we feel bad about ourselves, we're actually more resistant to compliments. When we're down, that's the most important time that we need these compliments, right? So you need to set yourself a goal to tolerate compliments when you receive them. And I'm talking initially, if you're not one who likes compliments, it's tolerating them. It's not embracing them initially, even if they make you feel uncomfortable. And rest assured, for someone like me, it often did make me feel very uncomfortable. So the best way to avoid that reflex reaction of batting away the compliments and no, no, it wasn't me, it was my team, or no, it was nothing, is to prepare a really simple set of responses and ultimately train yourself to use them automatically whenever you get good feedback. So here's two responses that I want you to consider next time you get given a compliment. The first one is simply thank you. Someone says, great job, Jenny. Thank you. Keep the silence. Do not think that you say thank you, but it was nothing. Thank you, but my team helped me. No, but just thank you. Second one, how kind of you to say. Right, They're the two that you can practice. Practice one or the other, whatever resonates with you. Next time someone gives you a compliment, a simple thank you, or how kind of you to say. Try it next time and let me know how you go. Basically, if you continue to try this and you continue to do it, it will become more automatic and the impulse to deny or rebuff comments will fade. And it'll be really nice indication that your self-esteem is getting stronger. Number five, Eliminate self-criticism and introduce self-compassion. Most women are highly critical of themselves. And unfortunately, when our self-confidence is low, we are likely to damage it even further by being so self-critical. So since our goal here is really to enhance our confidence, we need to substitute the self-criticism, which is really useless, honestly, with self-compassion. So whenever your self-critical inner mean girl monologue kicks in, the really easy way to approach this is to say, would I say the comments I'm saying to myself to someone else? Would I say it to a dear friend? Would I say it to my parents? Would I say it to my partner? Would I say it to my children? 
we tend to be much more compassionate to others, our friends, our family, than we are to ourselves. And so next time you hear that inner mean girl in your head, ask yourself, would I say this to someone I loved? And chances are the answer is no. So by stopping that self-criticism and giving yourself some self-compassion, you won't damage your self-esteem further with those critical thoughts. You will build it up instead and you will find that you will become more confident. Number six, affirm your real worth. The following exercise that I'm going to talk to you about has been demonstrated to help revive your self-esteem. So what you do is you make a list of the qualities that you have that are meaningful in that specific context. So another way to look at it is maybe you fail to get a work promotion. So if you fail to get a work promotion, you could list the qualities that made you make you a valuable employee. So maybe you have a strong work ethic, you're responsible, you're diligent. And then you choose one of those items on your list, such as I have a strong work ethic, and write a little bit, a couple of paragraphs as to why that quality is valued and likely to be appreciated by other people in the future. So do the exercise as often as you need to when you need that self-esteem boost. The bottom line is that improving your self-confidence requires a bit of work. It involves developing and maintaining healthier emotional habits. And by doing so correctly, we provide a great emotional and psychological return on your investment. Number seven, be yourself. Now, have you ever heard the famous Oscar Wilde quote, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. Now, this is so true. Authenticity matters. And if you missed my podcast last week about being authentic, please go back and listen to it as it authenticity really also relates to confidence. I know that owning who you are is easier said than done, but just try doing it bit by bit. Let a little bit more of the real you show each day. The common wisdom suggests that we need to wear professional masks and take on a work persona that is not who we are if we want to get ahead in our careers. But as long as we are hiding our real selves, we are never going to have full confidence in who we are and the way we turn up to work, for example. Our quirks, our individual characteristics are actually more likely to connect you to others rather than drive you apart from them. And these connections will build trust and confidence and help to accelerate your career. Number eight, be clear about your skills and expertise. So list your qualities, list your qualifications and your achievements. Go back and reread your resume. Take stock and check in maybe every quarter. Put some time in your calendar to remind yourself all that you have done and all the tools you have to succeed. Putting those skills and those expertise to good use in helping other people will also show how highly those people regard you and give you a lift on your self-confidence. Number nine, identify your strengths. There are tons and tons of free online tools to help you with this. What is really interesting is you are likely to be more and more animated and more and more passionate when you talk about your strengths. And as a consequence, you will almost always be exuding confidence. So in my coaching, strengths is a key element I look at with my clients for two reasons. It helps you find a role that you will fall in love with and take control of your career if you actually choose a role and you choose industries and environments that play to your strengths. 
And number two, we use it for interview training, right? So when you talk to your strengths at an interview, you exude that confidence, you're passionate and you're animated. So people can actually see a little bit more of the real you shine through. Right. Tip number 10, network with like-minded souls. So there are tons of free and paid networking events, both physical and virtual, and they are everywhere these days. So find topics that interest you and facilitators and attendees that you can actually learn from. Don't forget to get involved in the discussion. You will see that you have just as much to offer as everyone else at that event. And last but not least, set a small goal and achieve it. So I call this notching up some quick wins because the act of confidence comes before the feeling of confidence. People often make the mistake of shooting for the moon and then when they fail, they get really, really discouraged and lose even more confidence. So instead, look for something that you can achieve. If you've stepped into a new role that you're not sure you're ready for, Set some really short-term achievable goals that will demonstrate what's possible and it'll keep that inner mean girl at bay. Next, set another small goal, right? And achieve that. The more you achieve little small goals, the better you'll be at it and the better you'll feel and the more confidence that you'll get. Too many people overvalue what they are not and undervalue what they are. That's a quote from Malcolm S. Forbes. So my message today really is about cultivating confidence. And I've gone through 11 steps or 11 tips of mine that I've discussed today. So really begin to practice them. Practice them daily. Start today. And most of all, keep that positive self-talk going. Remember that no one can do what you do the way you do it. We all have something to give. So instead of saying, I can't, try saying, I can. Instead of saying, I won't, try saying, I will. Change the narrative. If you say it to yourself enough, you will actually start believing it. And eventually you will begin to feel the foundation of self-confidence grow and grow within you. With some time and practice, you too can be a self-confident person, both on the inside and the outside. But what I will say, it's not an overnight phenomenon, right? It's going to take time. So it's small steps and acts of confidence, and then the feeling will come. It's time to start valuing who you are and the unique set of skills and experience that you bring to the table. It's time to take charge of your career and raise your influence. So be sure to get in contact to let me know what you are going to action today towards being more confident because without action, nothing changes. Thanks for listening to the Ladies Level Up Lounge podcast. I truly hope this has given you a new perspective to embrace changes to your career in a positive, confident and aligned way that feels good for you. If you are loving this podcast, please be sure to leave me a review and don't forget to hit subscribe so you're the first to know when new episodes drop. I'm excited to see you for the next episode.